didn't know how to start. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome right. back. Did oh. you know what day it is? <laughs> it's Thursday. It is, it is Thursday. Well, actually, technically, it's, it's Monday. Well, but. don't. Shh. Don't destroy the magic. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome we back. record every episode on the day every it goes day. up. We promise. Yes. It is yeah. currently Thursday. Nothing different. <laughs> November 3rd. Second. Second? <laughs> I don't know Second. what the date is. Second. November 2nd. I didn't look. This episode's going up on Thursday. 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 We edited that out. Oh, my God. Thursday. <laughs> Thursdays are always the best. I don't know if anybody uh, anybody answered No, nobody questions. ever asked us the question. It's because nobody, asks nobody us likes us. Dude. That's all right. I'm, I'm assuming there would be somebody out there who would just give us a question to, um, One, maybe. to talk about. Mean, but, uh, you know, nobody ever. Uh... Nope, I guess not. Hey, what's up? Uh... Oh yeah, there you go. And that was in the middle of recording. Great, cool. We just had like a dead silence. Oh, yeah. Can we restart this episode? No, nope. no. Oh, no. This is what question Thursday. Oh my god, why are we doing this? So you just turn and you look. Oh yeah, they're Snapchatting in the beautiful. Middle of the god, we're god. Oh, god, this is this is why nobody mm. listens. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I just farted. Sorry. That's probably why. Anyway, welcome back to Question Thursday, where we answer random questions. Uh, sometimes about our life, sometimes about our thoughts, and always about our penises. So, I like that. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that was pretty good. I like, I like that. it. Yeah. Sometimes about the mind, sometimes about our thoughts. I know. Sometimes about our. Oh, fucking. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> D- never mind. All right. I already so, forgot about the thing so, I said. So, first question, gents. First question. What books have you read that have had the biggest influence on you? Ooh, interesting. I'm uh, going to say Lord of the Rings because I am now a hobbit. Don't make fun of Eric like that. You're oh, sorry. Fucking asshole. asshole. I forgot. How dare you? We're asking oh, it's books that, that I've read. I'm the one who has the ring to rule them all. You goddamn, I got to take it into the fucking Vulcan. Oh, you Mordor. have the ring to rule them all? Oh, yeah. yeah. That, you guys have to get, make sure I get to Mordor. Yep. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. You might be married. You <laughs> Excuse me. Shit. Uh, Excuse me. Excuse me. All right. Does well, that argument right, work so. well with your wife? No. I didn't think so. (laughs) So I'm currently reading a book. I'm currently reading a book called uh, The Five Levels of Leadership. Oh, is that uh, not Tim Ferriss? John Maxwell. Yes. Gotcha. Dude, it's really good. Yes. I'm about halfway through. Um, Even in just like that first half, you're you're literally just learning as you're reading. Like there's so much shit that he's like, the way he describes everything. He's just like, obviously there's five levels. That's the whole point of the book. Now, the first two are the lowest points. Mm-hmm. And the first one, he's like, you know what, you shouldn't even consider this a leadership role. Mm-hmm. If you're like, if you're at this level one stage, you want to focus on level two. But there's like the way that he breaks everything down and the way he describes everything is so in detail that like, it, it's it's kind of mind boggling. So I've been writing notes and notes and notes and taking pictures of all of these quotes that I really like from the book. And yeah. it's, uh, it's actually starting to really help me out at work. There you go. I, I I would agree with something very similar to that. My my problem is like I couldn't I I don't think I could narrow it down to one book. Yeah, because like that's that's well it like says my, what books so oh, what plural. books yeah um I'm gonna I'm gonna put two okay uh, I'm gonna do the four hour work week mm-hmm. um and I'm also gonna do pitch anything um Oren Claff does that one um and honestly that book uh, more than anything else I think has just been the most interesting to me because it goes through uh, the the ways in which people create their own arguments. Mm. So when you go into a conversation with somebody, you you do the this concept of framing and how can you understand what their frame is before you get to it and how can you 
deconstruct their frame and you make your frame a, a much more powerful one when it comes to, to arguments and conversation. Huh. Um, and I think that that's helped me more than anything else just get out of my own way for, for selling and all that. Because sure. selling has been the biggest portion of uh, a lot of my jobs. And that's, you know, sales. They say that salesmen are the people that end up with the most amount of money out of any other job and profession. So, I mean, I do I mix that with the four-hour work week. And the four-hour work week is just finding ways, really, for me, the, what I took most out of it, finding ways to maximize your amount of in, uh, income with decreasing the amount of work that you put in weekly. Okay. And so if I utilize those two books together, obviously there's a lot more in there, but utilizing those, um, I think has been the most impactful in recent memory. Okay. What about you, Jude? Or... Did, what did you do? I did that what last you week, do? too. Get out. I did that <laughs> on the last one, too. Well, so the problem is, is two of us have a J name, and you just throw it and I don't. way off. See, I my name starts with E, so he has to throw a J in there. Yeah, so if Eric goes first, he's, we're he's Edge. J. Yeah, there you go. Well, no, he's just... Ooh. Just call me Jarek. Yeah, or... that's what I'm going to say. You're Jarek now. <laughs> we'll never have that problem again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan lost his losing his shit. Fucking Jarek. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Eric and Jared. Just, fucking, just call me Jarek. I don't care. <laughs> Jarek. <laughs> Anyway, oh, um, well, my my answers aren't as uh, as as. Well, uh, I can I can give you no. I mean, I have I have. Answers oh, I was gonna say I have a question that kind of pertains to you because you already have an answer for it. Well, I was gonna say um, yours got you guys were like work oriented. Yeah. yeah, mine's more like um, the two books I would I would because I, I like to read. But I don't read mo. I always read like 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 fiction sure. or nonfiction. It's like stories. Wicky, wicky, wicky. So it's not very often I read books that are like like how tos or you know about your job. It's yeah. not very often I do that. But um, I have read two books that um, made That's me. It? Oh, sorry. Yeah, just two books, just two. That's okay. Uh, That's the only two I'll ever need. But um, it helped me see the ins because I, I like psychology. Like, oh. so I like I like brain stuff, learning about people, the why they do the things they do, the, the way they yep, think, so the way I. they think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one thing I uh, wish I would have really gotten into when I was a little bit younger, but um, uh, The Heroin Diaries mm. by Nikki Six, and then um, oh, yeah. Crazy Making by Justin Fersenfeld from Blue October. Cool. Um, Heroin Diaries, I think I've mentioned it on the show before, but it's literally um, Nikki Six from Motley Crue, he was the bassist and main songwriter. Um, while they were getting huge, and they were, you know, back in uh, the 80s with the Girls, Girls, Girls uh, tour, one of the biggest rock bands in the world, he was heavily addicted uh, to heroin, it, it's mostly about heroin, but he was also addicted to cocaine. Um, he had alcoholism, and um, he did—he did—he basically did a lot of drugs and partied a lot. Yeah. And in that time, he actually kept a, a diary of his what he was doing on a daily basis back then, and it's—it's—it um, has the actual entries, and then it has um, people who read them, and they'll write like the book has uh, excerpts. Of like Nikki be like, oh yeah, I remember that day, you know, I the girl I was dating, you know, she ended up doing this and mm. it made me mad, so I just call up my junkie and he delivered me some heroin. There you go. And then it'd be people Jesus. from the band as well, their manager, um, other musicians that were big at that time, slashes in the book from Guns N' Roses, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Um it made, made it really made me think about how what people go through when they're actually addicted to drugs. Like I've never yeah. done any hard drugs in my life, never want to. Why not? Um, because I read that book. <laughs> And I definitely don't want to go down that road. 
Um, now I will say, one-time use things. What I would want to do. Yeah. Shrooms. Oh, yeah. And ecstasy. Mm. Once. Ex- yeah. One time. Mm. Just to just to try. Just it. to be like. Okay, I had that experience. That's all I wanted. Drop acid. That's it. Those are the only to, or or acid. Or yeah, drop, just just one time. Drop a gallon of PCP. I don't know about all that. What? I don't. I'm gonna drop it on the ground because I don't want that shit. I'm gonna drink it up. You don't want. You don't want the whole gallon. No. Mm. Just you, a cap full. Then give me some. Okay. No, we're good. But yeah, that book really made, like it because like I was always interested. Like um, when I was a teenager, like I was super against like smoking weed. Sure. I was. Like, I was like, oh, it's bad. It makes you turn into a delinquent. But then I got older <laughs> and realized that's dumb. Yeah. Um, but I was always interested in, like, what makes people, like, do drugs. I'd never been addicted to anything, you know? Like, Ever? N- okay, never addicted to something that was so detrimental to my health. Okay. Like, of where you know it is literally killing you, but you cannot stop. At the time. Like, I, I used to smoke, but I quit. Right. Um, And then... uh. I read that book and it just made me, it made a lot more sense about right. how people deal with their life as a, an addict. You know, people always say, you know, he's, when he died of an overdose, he doesn't deserve sympathy. It's like, dude, you don't know, like there is right. a real inner yeah. battle going on, you know? And then um, crazy making is very similar, but instead of drugs, it was more like um, mental health, okay. mental disorders. Yeah. Um, because Justin Furstenfeld from Blue October has dealt with a lot of stuff in his life. And it's one of my favorite bands, um, Blue October. And it you you learn a lot about people who talk about their experiences with dealing with these things, and I feel like that's the best way to learn. You, you're not going to learn too much about going to school and talk, listening to your teacher who has never smoked weed in their life, mm. telling you it's bad and it's this and that's like no. Cool. I want. When's the last time you did it? Yeah. When's the last time you? It's like how do you know? You're like you're just telling, but like people who actually. Yeah. For years straight, shot up heroin, you know, snorted coke all every single day of their life. They can right. tell you, listen. This is this is what happened with my life. Don't do it. Like, you know, and it's I don't know. And with the mental health thing from crazy making, um like I've been really lucky in my life to not have any mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, very 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 few physical health issues. Um so it's really hard for me to understand because I can't I can't comprehend how it actually works. Sure. You know, a lot of people out there have health problems, they mental and physically, so they can relate and they can explain it better than I could. Right. So like when I, I you know I got friends who are on medication, you know, we're in our twenties, they have to take this, they have high blood pressure, they have this. Um, I've never so much as broken a bone. Right. You know when when um when I was sick from the podcast way back in um, oh, yeah April was the first time I had any type of real health scare, quote unquote. And it wasn't even that serious, but it freaked me out because I had never been the guy to take medication every morning, every night, make and then keep right. myself monitored. Like that's the first time in my life I had to keep myself. Um, I had to. You're on like I had a, to check up myself. Yeah, you're on a medical like routine. Yeah, and it was the first weeks. time I'd ever done that. Yeah. Yeah, but then we have friends of ours that they have to take this pill in the morning. They have to take this one after every meal. They have to take this one before they go to bed, and they just I can't even fathom how they do that. Yeah. Right. And that's for both mental and physical. Um. So I think with all those things, it helps me see the world. Be a little more empathetic. You're a different perspective for sure. Yeah, I helped. It helped me be a much more empathetic person um, when dealing with people who are suffering from drug addiction mm-hmm. um, and the lifestyle that is, you know, encouraging that, whether it be a good lifestyle or a bad lifestyle. And then the crazy making is more empathetic towards people who are legitimately suffering from a mental disease that they cannot fix. Mm-hmm. You can't just oh cheer up. No, that's not that's not that's how, not that, how works. that works. Yeah. yeah. 
which um, we've seen time and time again with you know, you know all these uh, these well known musicians and actors oh, yeah, who are you know, committing suicide because of depression. Mm-hmm. Like, and the, the biggest thing that really makes me upset is um, I did date a girl who had clinical depression. And she was on medication for it. And I didn't know back then that just telling her, like, hey, it's going to be all right, that doesn't, that it makes it worse. Right. Like, what you, like, there are ways you're supposed to handle that. And um, reading that book, I actually learned more about how to deal with somebody who has depression and the best way to do things. Um, so now that I know people that if they have depression or something like that, I can, I can kind of get an idea of what I, what I should do to make sure that they're in their comfy spot. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and I can't. Uh, um, when I was a teenager, I definitely didn't. Well, it, I back, then, no one, back then, no one really gave a shit. It I was, feel like, yeah, like a lot of the mental health thing, like the mental health movement has been really coming strong mm-hmm. in the past couple of years. A lot of movements have and been it, coming. And, it, and, it need, and honestly, we really needed it. I think a lot of people believe it's just all in your head. It's like, that's, yes. There's something chemically wrong in your body. Yeah. Like, it, uh, it's not just something you can fixed by thinking it's not just gonna go right it's not just gonna go away yeah i mean even when people take medication for it i mean it it suppresses it but then there are the medication that makes you have suicidal thoughts yeah like to get rid of the depression feeling your side effects exactly like it it just i think it all just depends on the person if that's gonna happen or not but not one thing can fix everything it can make you feel better but could also make you be suicidal yeah. Oh, well, that's, it's like when that's I, a side effect. When I know. when I was sick, um, the reason why I didn't make the show uh, the the podcast was because it was basically like a heavy sedative. Mm-hmm. I would take it in the morning and I'd be a lump. I like I didn't trust myself being behind the wheel. Right. I was like I sh- probably shouldn't be driving anywhere. And like because I um, when you guys were doing the podcast, like I think Eric's sleeping as we call him. I do. I was out like a light. <laughs> I slept on. I I got up in the morning, took my medication, and then slept for five hours, just laying on the couch. It was like <laughs> it was bad. Jesus. My leg cramped. Sorry, dude. That didn't feel very good. I didn't mean it. Are leg cramps supposed to feel good? Yes. I don't think so. Mine usually feel good. Mm. (laughs) Ah, yeah. 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 Ah, yeah. So, what's something about yourself that you hope will never change? Um, I would say my ambition. Wow. I'm gonna be humble, asshole. I don't see why that's not. I I've I've always felt felt like a very ambitious person. Like even right now, it's like I know that I've only been at my company for you know seven six six months, mm-hmm. and even then I'm like you know I, I'm claw, I'm clawing for two steps ahead of where I'm at right now. Right. Like why you know why don't I have you know a uh, hundred stores that work for me? You know why don't I have half the half the country that works for me? Why can't I be a national director right, right. now? So I, I hope that that never goes away. I hope that I'm just never content with what I have, which I think it's partially, it, I mean, it becomes a problem because then, you know, you become too consumed by your work um, and you become too uh, complacent with saying yes, like to do every, like everything, everything that anybody f- asks ever. But at the same time, I mean, it's, it's, you know, been one of the reasons that I've been fortunate enough to have the opportunities I've had. So. Right. Um, things I, about me that I wouldn't ever want to change. Something similar. Um, not being content with what you have would be a good one. But mm-hmm. I think, yeah. um, I think mine would be compassion. I hope I don't lose my compassion for everything, like yeah. humans, animals. Mm-hmm. You know, I there's a lot of things that I care about in many ways that I um, 
seeing people that I know, family, I wouldn't say family members, but I guess family friend members and friends that do not have that compassion for things, like people who treat animals badly, you know? And then, yeah. um, like, with the empathy thing that I just mentioned in the topic before, um, I, I hope that I never become ignorant to the part of other people's problems and perspectives. Because um, that, that's how you get a closed mind really quick, and that's mm-hmm. how you close yourself off from a lot of things. Um, I think that would probably be the best one for me to answer is compassion. I feel like that's a, um, and I guess on a lesser extent, dedication. Mm-hmm. I hope I don't stop. I, I hope I do not stop being dedicated to things I want to do. Stop, so you, you don't want to stop striving to. Yes, to do yeah. the things that I just want to do. I wouldn't necessarily say always getting better, but like if I want to do something, like I don't want to lose my drive to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, for yeah. sure. No, I can agree with that for sure. Absolutely. I don't want to lose my sense of humor. I, I have. I don't want you to lose it either. Jordan. I have. I mean, a, a lot of the people that I hang out with. I mean, yeah. You guys. Or I mean, Eric. It's probably really the main one uh, than anybody else. But it, having the sense of humor that we do to find the the dumbest shit funny, <laughs> but it so it makes us it makes us oh so much God. childish, and oh I'm God. okay with that. Oh yeah. But there's the on and off switch. You like know when and when not to be. But oh yeah, the, absolutely. The, the humor, like the 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 things that I find funny, like so when we play Cards Against Humanity. Like there are yeah. things that like I like I when I read it to myself, I think it's fucking hilarious and then I'll play it and like there's aren't they're not like too many laughs in there and I'm like, I don't give a shit. I thought it was fucking funny. Like I, that's all I care about. So I don't lose my sense of humor. I think that like especially at work, because I have one of my top five um values that they had us do for like leadership stuff was uh was fun. And it's because I like to have fun in the workplace. I like to make jokes and make people laugh and smile. And I think it just makes it makes things more smooth. Yeah, I feel like if going. you if you can't find ways to have fun in your workplace, like that's that's what really makes work become stale. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the one thing about working at the store that I I manage now is that I work with a lot of people that I like, I and mean, it's a very tight knit crew. But like we're always joking around with customers. Yeah. You know, we always find ways to have fun. And it doesn't feel like it's the same shit day in and day out. There's right. always something different. Um, the going back to what you said about like the on and off switch. Yeah. Like it's amazing how when I first meet people, um, like people I've never met before, I I see them. Hey, this my name's Eric. What's your name? Da, da, da. Like you will not see that sense of humor side from me because that mm-hmm. is my way of saying I'm comfortable being around you. Right. So like I I can't make jokes because like I'm always afraid I might offend somebody with something that's you know not meant to it's not even meant to be offensive but if you find it offensive I would feel bad no sorry that joke was See, a little over the line I'm saying that's my problem is a lot of times I don't feel bad like and that's and I don't and like I like I guess I'm like sort of sorry for that but I'm also not sorry for it right. like I don't know like if if I if I said oh you're offended by it I'll make it I'll make that joke twice or, right yeah pretty much which is it's not a good, not a good thing don't but like I understand that. you don't know me you don't know how I how I kind of act around people and which you I understand don't me. you don't know me bitch <laughs> but if if I make you know a, a comment or a joke and like there are some people laughing and like and I'm laughing about it too it's obviously meant to be funny so if you get upset by that like okay i'm sorry but i it's like I'm, those people that go to comedy shows and then like get up and leave because they're offended and that's they're, not and funny they get the, the, the person up Why on stage making the jokes show? yeah and they're just exactly. like oh look at these guys they're, they apparently can't handle the jokes what did you come here yeah, exactly what did you come here for right like my job is to say offensive stuff 
and make you laugh. Yeah. So yeah. quit being an uptight asshole. Well, it's like all the people that they're like, oh, I won't go to that comedy comedian's show because he made fun of my favorite. Da da da. It's like, so, oh no. So, that's their How job. do you know that he even actually feels that way? How do you know yeah. that he's not doing it just for for reaction? Relief? Right. Yeah, that's, I've always said that about comedians. Like they probably, just, I'm sure there's a little bit of truth behind it, hmm? especially yeah. where uh, some there, some presidents are concerned. There's yeah. a little bit of truth in every joke. Exactly. Yeah. I I can agree with that. Enough. Yeah. There's just a little bit of truth in behind every joke that you make, generally. Mm-hmm. Um, but like mm-hmm. now, like Jordan, you're a girl. <laughs> I'm not a girl. Exactly. See. But yeah, like when you make a joke at somebody's expense, like I feel like there's a little bit of yeah, I, I can agree with that. Sure. Unless somebody was like, hey, Eric, you're too tall. <laughs> you're so funny. Uh, somebody might believe that though. So if I go to Japan, maybe. That's what I'm oh. saying. God, I'm sorry, that was racist. That was racist. Jesus. Yeah, I'm sorry, people we, in we Japan. Do have, we do have some Japanese audience. Yeah, dude. Yes, did you see the list? Y- yes, we do. That's so exciting. That was a big list. I almost pooped my pants. <laughs> I like. Oh, I started yelling at work at the front desk. And I started like telling my I'm like, look at this list. You see this list? This is amazing. This is us. Awesome. <laughs> I, was, I was so excited. So, so thank you to all of you in the Philippines yeah. that are listening. Yeah. I love you. And then uh, Germany, what was it like? Belgium Germany. or something? So oh, yeah, it was well, really dude, weird. The list was huge. USA was number one. Obviously, Philippines was like second time <laughs> and then it was like uk and you know stuff yeah. like traditional english-speaking countries that you believe canada yeah. was in there obviously too but it was just really strange that it was like usa philippines i was like yeah what yeah it was very surprising we are, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's it makes sense because we we pander to the philippine audience somehow R- right. right um because we love you guys whatever you yeah. say eric uh, also also to anybody listening in japan um sorry for the short joke but i mean specifically speaking their average height over there is a lot shorter than it is here that's, that's all good. I would. That's Eric's all I probably, was, Eric could fit in with you guys. That's all, that's all I was saying. Eric could be that's a giant. A, I could, oh Jesus Christ! Don't get my hopes up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Eric smack <laughs> <laughs> walking down the street, and people were just like, "Look at this motherfucker!" What yeah, the fuck so is wrong with this white motherfucker. <laughs> our top ten: USA, Philippines, okay. UK, Ooh. Australia, Canada, Germany, Brazil, uh, France, Mexico, India. So exciting! Japan is number. So what you're saying 13. is. So what you're saying is, and this is this is an official decree. Yeah. We cannot make fun of anybody who is in our top ten. No, I don't like. So that. it's I don't like that either. I want to make fun of people because I make I make fun of the U.S. quite a bit. No, let me hear me out. Ah, uh, fair enough. That's because we that's suck. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Oh God, <laughs> this is oh, this geez. is what I'm gonna say. So if you don't want me to make fun of you in the most childish way possible, oh. start listening to the show more. Yeah, Get yourself bitch. in the top ten, and you'll be safe. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was those, just kidding, just, by the way. Just nobody beat takes those, that seriously. Yeah, just beat those Canadian fuckers. I mean, hey, yeah. well, uh, excuse me. Oh, I mean, excuse me, uh, Eric. You, no, I love Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, so you, it's okay. He just attacked my that was her- filmed in Canada, t- right? He, <laughs> I do love that movie though. He attacked my heritage. It's in my top five. One. It's in the top five. Is cool. it? So yeah. I can't make fun of it because it's your top five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> it's a decree. Do you already said one hundred percent. What's wrong? You made the okay. rule. I did. You're right. You, yeah, that's from now on. You can't. Yeah, this isn't a democracy. It's a dictatorship. Oh, I said. I said dictator. So, what's one of your guys' greatest accomplishments? No, I don't want to answer that question. I want to answer that question. Well, answer that question. Then, I don't want you to answer it first, though. <laughs> no, that's all right. I know, what, John, I, I, know it. I know what John's biggest accomplishment is. Oh, yeah, you gotta. Oh, yeah. There we go. I'm gonna play the safe card on this one. I'm gonna say getting married. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so sweet. Getting on to the love of your married. life. Absolutely. You're welcome, significant other. I got yeah. his back. Yeah. 
Yeah, significant other. Yeah. What's, your, your, what's your real? I'm just kidding. I'm so my kidding. real, <laughs> my real biggest accomplishment. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, I'm gonna say my biggest accomplishment is just making it through college and life so far completely debt free. Like, hey, there you go. <laughs> All right, there you go. All right, you know, um, dude. Not a lot of people can say that, yeah. especially around our age. They have some some sort of debt that they that they're still paying off. So there you go. I mean, like, I mean, obviously, we all have a lot of accomplishments, nice gonna be. but nothing that feels like I can be like, I, this is something that like I feel strongly about. They're yeah. all small accomplishments, sure. but I honestly think my biggest accomplishment is not kind of like in hand with yours. You beat Star Wars, Super Star Wars, didn't you? I beat Super Star Wars. How'd you know? I figured that was going to be what it is. Not Either that or Lion King on Sega Genesis. Fuck, no, fuck no, that possible. game. <laughs> <It's impossible. laughs> that was my greatest impossible. life. Oh that my was my greatest God. life achievement. I beat level four on uh, Lion King for Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. I actually no, don't but, really know what I would like. I'm I'm torn, but it's like, a rough question. I have yeah. I have two. See, that's why he gets to ask the questions because he has an answer to them. Yeah, and he gets to answer. Them I just pick if they're interesting. Well, like if, when I think of accomplishments, John. I'm not. I never think of um, like there's obviously like work-related things and mm. there's life-related things yeah. and there's just work is life that's uh, I like life is work it's oh, that's beautiful like a super saiyan dude <laughs> <laughs> it's not yellow yet <laughs> <laughs> i wish perfect. we had the i wish we had the oh, camera going perfect. son of a bitch <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. I think my biggest accomplishment is making it this far without any major setbacks in all honesty, and having a very yeah, smooth adulthood. Yeah. Like, we're at a point where I, I'm at a point in my life where I like, I'm, I live on my own just fine. Yep. Like, I have prospe- I have more things coming in the future as long as I work hard for it. Like, I've never, I, I don't know. I had, like, 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 just mentioning the physical health and mental health thing. Like, I've never been sick. Mm-hmm. I've never had a major physical injury. I've, I just, I've been really scars. lucky to get through without any major problems you yeah. know i think that's i would call that my biggest accomplishment like i know a lot of people who either make the wrong decisions or do the wrong things and <laughs> well you know uh john raised his hand so ah, yeah anyways so like I I, when i decisions. think of that i think like a that's a decisions. pretty big accomplishment i know a lot of people that we grew up with that didn't have that didn't have that kind of upbringing honestly that i was gonna say that's that's one for me is that like so i've lived on my own for like um I don't know. Was it like going on four years now? Yeah, I think. And is uh, fun? It yeah. honestly, it is, man. I mean, now I've been living like living on my own, own. Like before, I just moved in like well, a couple buddies, but I've been living on like by myself for uh, about a, coming up on almost a year and a half now. And uh, like, I save a majority of my money. Smart I man. I can pay for all of my bills. I'm not struggling literally in any way. Um, I like I'm. Honestly, at this point, like I'm pretty content in where I am because I don't, I'm not hurting for anything. I'm like, I'm not hurting for money. Do I want more money? Sure. Always. Now I'm trying to get to that point to make more money. But I, my, see, my thought process with that is, is if I make more money, I'm gonna save more money. And like that's the thing is, I that's all oh, I yeah, really absolutely. give a shit about is saving. Because it's all not, I do. it's not Smart. so much as making more money so you can just spend it on bigger things. Like now, it's like no, I make more money. That means I can like the me me spending my money. I'm even more comfortable now than I was before. Absolutely. If I buy the same things, you know, bills and you know, groceries and all that stuff, like 
when I look at my bank account, it looks better than it would have. Right. And, and now I know that my savings account is starting to inflate. Right. And so one of the big things with that is, yeah, I, I don't want more money so I can spend more money. I want more money to save more money so that in case I need money for something, I've got it. Yeah. Absolutely. And that I don't need to, I, it's not a huge setback for me in case like, or if like a family member, some medical bill that they need help paying, hey, I can help you with that because I've got plenty saved up. So, I, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Right. Um, so that that is one of mine. My second one, honestly, is um, the band, hard as is that, yeah. that we had. That See, was, I was gonna say that. I'm so jealous. That was a big accomplishment for me, <laughs> only because like I wanted to do that for so long, and like I'm, I'm still wanting to do that. But like the the run that because it, obviously it's not a thing. It's more of just me at this point. But it, the run that we had, like as a full band, when things were going smooth, smoothly, was fucking awesome. Like, oh god, yeah. The shows were great. The crowd was awesome. Like we got the more compliments than I ever thought that we would. We were voted best local band in by Flint. My yeah, cool. city magazine. Yeah, the yeah. my city magazine voted, or we got voted that, which was a huge thing. For yeah, us. that was one of those things where like, like we had, you told me about. I was it, like, I didn't hey, even know. Um, if you have a local band, like put in, you know, vote for. It. And I was like, oh, the hard as is, you know, and then. Like I, I got like overnight, like all of our friends and fans were like, "The Hard Eyes is they're the best band." And then like we wake up and like, "Oh, congratulations! You guys are you know voted the best." I was like, "Yeah." They, they a, I think they wrote an entire article about us in the magazine. I, think they I did. never found a copy of it. Though. I didn't. No, I didn't either. Because um, you're the one who told me about. it. I was like, yeah. "Wait, what the fuck are you talking about?" And you're like, well, "Yeah, yeah it's my city." We, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my god! So that, I mean, it was a huge thing, and like I've I've gotten a, a ton of connections just through being in the band so a lot of people oh, man. That, the, like, the friends you make and the the connections you make through it are always amazing mm-hmm. like we have a lot of friends that we met through it um that we still talk to to this day yep um and then like we we, we won battle of the bands at, for uh, gorilla music yep. i still have that tascam dp32 mixing board oh do you I really do, it's it's in my parents basement hmm. so i just haven't even thought about i asked i asked troy at one point if he needed it for anything i was like if you want to buy it off me i'll just send jordan half of the money that right. you get. like there you go we got rid of it thank but you he said he didn't need it for anything uh. well you oh, jumped you wanna that was weird you have any use for a, a 32 channel mixing porta studio maybe I'll have to bring it over someday and let you take a look at it. Sure. It's it's pretty neat. Little it's dude. really nice. We we the idea the the only reason why because they were gonna offer us either five hundred dollars cash, yeah, um, that thirty two channel sort porta studio which is worth like a thousand dollars. Yeah, something um, like that. What was said online? That's what it said online. The Tascam DP thirty two porta studio was retailing online for about a thousand dollars. Free merchandise, like like fifty two hundred t shirts or an out of town merchandise show. and marketing. Yes. Or um or a, like an out of town show that they would pay for like to get us there I think I think that was one of the other options and then yeah then there was recording time as well which was only like what, like five hours it was like like, like ten hour, like five or ten hours not enough time. yeah exactly it, so that was the thing we that was like, why we got the the Porter Studio because at the time when we won that I didn't have a job uh, I was still looking while I was doing so I was like I have all the time in the world I can learn I like I know some of this stuff I can learn how to use it so like I remember sitting in my parents basement at the time and. Uh, we took our drummer's drum kit that was set up there, and I just set the microphones up and, and plugged yeah. it in, and I just like hit record, and start playing a drum beat, listen back to it, and start mixing with it, and uh, that is as far as we got. Because <laughs> not too much longer after that, we we stopped uh, doing a lot of the stuff. But the idea was we could record our own music, yeah. and I would just mix and I've engineer been a it. Fan of that. <laughs> yeah. So see, and if I, dude, honestly, if I had like the the equipment in my apartment, that's pretty much all I would do. But the tough thing is, is that. Living in an apartment, you have people around you. 
So I can't like oh god, I could like music wise, I could like do it quietly. Yeah, but like singing and stuff like that, if I need to get loud, like I don't like I I'm afraid to get loud because I don't want have a closet. I guess yeah. You can build it. You can build a vocal booth in a closet. I uh, mm. uh, Troy and I recorded all of um. <laughs> what? Sorry. Go on. We record. We recorded I'm hearing a lot of excuses, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're gonna hear just a lot of mumbles and little weird noises. That's all it is. We recorded a lot of our music at the apartment, and he got loud because well, and in that old because um, I guess I haven't mentioned. I'm we're actually moving into another new apartment. I've only been this one for two months. Right. Um, that the one we had, like everybody in our building was our age. So like Friday night, oh yeah, people not, are out and about at one o'clock in the morning being loud, case. and we didn't care because we're like, yeah, well, we're young and whatever. People in my building, my age too. Shut the God damn it, John. <laughs> How old is Gatsby? Uh, in cat years? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, 28, 30. God, he's old. Yeah. He's older than you. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's older so than we're all of you guys. All of us, yeah. I'd say we're older than John. Uh, I'm the oh, baby. That's right, you're the baby. I am. <laughs> I'm the oldest. Yay. By two fucking By days. By two days. Jordan's bitch. birthday. Jordan was born bitch. two days before I was. I'm not telling you when it was. So they were just but saving two the days best for last. Whoa! So that's John. So that's right? me. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. You're like, damn it. Oh, oh shit. Eric's in the middle. That's okay. Oh, Fuck, man. I'm the middle child. I never wanted to be the middle child. Hey, that was a lot of rambling. Look, being the middle child is not that bad. <laughs> right? the middle God child. damn it. And John's the only. That's true. Yeah, that's right. we, need, yeah. we need one more person for the podcast that's the oldest child. And we'll Ooh. have completed the entire thing. Um, we have the only, the middle, the youngest, the oldest. That'd be weird. Oh, like we that. also need a pair oh. of twins. Pair of <laughs> All right, you're getting too big. <laughs> set of twins. All right. Hey, wait, your wife uh, knows someone who's oh, a set shit. of twins, right? Hey, um, How about triplets? That's a lot of people to bring into the that podcast. That is a lot. Of, that's a lot of people. Not to mention, not sure to mention they... Dennis is extremely hard to find. So that's He's harder to find than Waldo is. That's, oh, wow. Is he really? Yeah. Does he wear, that, does he wear a ridiculous uniform? Don't do that. I don't know. He's a physicist. So probably. Probably. You should bring him on the show. We could talk about some interesting things, I'm sure. Oh, dear God. Just let him. Then, just um, Dennis, ask, if you're listening, um, this is an open invitation. Ask. To, a, yeah. I, we will. We will come up with one question for you to talk about for an entire half hour. Session. Okay. There you go. No, we're gonna have a Dennis episode. I have an idea. Okay. Uh, if we start doing more of the, the camera live action. Oh, we can do that. Oh yeah, yeah I absolutely. bought another lens just specifically Sweet. for that. I have an idea. And uh, this is that. this is um, in, if uh, Sam, Dennis, and Jess. Jessica, thank you. I'm sorry. Sorry, Jessica. Um, she didn't listen. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm not, then I'm not sorry. None the, of the, the three the of un, them listen. The un, oh. Yeah. Not even Sam? Wow, no. Sam, you're a dick. I mean, dick? <laughs> you got it. You got oh, it. Right. I think okay. we should do a quiz off but with the three of us. Oh, the three of sweet. Them. You want to lose? I don't know. I think we could do it. Yeah, I've been thinking about doing trivia lately. That depends on what the questions are about. That's my favorite hobby. Oh, weren't, yeah. weren't they in Quiz Bowl? I know Dennis was. Yeah, dear God, oh, I, you didn't do the quiz. No, before. I didn't. I didn't really do any. Like, I did like swimming for a little while, but that was really about it. See, like, I was, I was one of those kids that would like when I heard Quiz Bowl, I was like, they could go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, they could go bowling. It's like so they throw, they throw their first ball, and they were like, quick, who is the thirteenth president? Ah, uh, Miller Fillmore. Fillmore, correct. Throw the other ball. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> 
and thus Eric yeah, Ball was born. You have, to, you have to answer the question before it hits the pins. Yeah, oh my question. god, that would be a crazy ass game. That would be impossible. Oh. You have to throw it so slow. You'd have to like use one of the little like the they the would, child rollers. Yeah, you have to put they, on and let it roll. Say, what they would that's do is, what it is. First ball, you let it roll down the child ball and, and that's thing, it. and then in between that and when it hits the pins, they have to get the question out. You have to answer it and then chuck. I was gonna say like as soon as they're finished asking the question, that's when they throw you throw the ball down the alley. And then you, like, after you throw, you're like, oh, dick. Oh, fuck. I didn't have enough time. <laughs> you're right. That's probably what it would be. I, I, I'd be more focused on the fact that I threw a really bad curve and went in the gutter. Can we use bumpers? No. What? I love bumpers. Bumpers. Oh, there's a, that's another. That's so much fun. Um, that's what, another fuck rule. Fuck you, Jared. All right. Uh, piece of shit. I don't even know you. Wow. That's another rule. If your ball goes in the gutter, you automatically forfeit <laughs> the question. You, have to just, you just screw your team over. No Sorry, guys. I got to go home. I meant forfeit the motion. Nope. Sorry. Oh, I think like they're the like, Jesus. like they're like um, sweet Jesus. Like in what sweet. country uh, was the, such and such the leader of? And then like you throw your ball, goes right in the gutter. You're like, I believe that was. Oh, damn it! Have at you, sir. Guys, I gotta pee. All right. Well, it's probably in the episode then. Oh yeah, that's probably a good idea. Hey guys, thanks for listening. <laughs> they're throwing a pick back and forth. Oh god, right now. that was that was probably my favorite question Thursday in a while. Yeah. Like, wow, are you saying that they were all that bad? Thanks, Eric. No, they're all great. What? I'm just saying that one's better. Oh. Oh. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We Thank appreciate you for listening. It. Yeah. Hope Make you sure. have a happy Friday. Yeah, and enjoy your ho- <laughs> your ho- Halloween. Oh, right? yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, 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 no that, a- was, that was a couple days ago, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> what the you fuck? You motherfucker! It's Jarek! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jarek! I'm gonna call you that. We've been over I'll this. Your goddamn John, we've right. been over this. To Jarek, real quick. We hope you guys had a safe Halloween. <laughs> we okay, hope you have sorry, a safe weekend. That was a couple say, days ago. I know. We no, hope we had. We hope you had a safe Halloween. Make sure your kids didn't eat any razor blades or anything like that, because that's not good. Oh yeah! Now. Before we leave, I want to point <laughs> this out. Go check on them now. I want to point this out. Yeah. If if uh, there's a whole thing about people putting in like drugs in the candy, yeah. I'm sorry. If I'm a drug dealer, I'm not putting drugs in it's candy. That's a lot eight. of money. What? Yeah, dude. Why would you like? Hey, I'm gonna fuck some kids up. No you know, wait, I want that for me. You know what's crazy about that whole th- situation is the the actual like statistic of somebody actually putting a needle or drugs in your candy is so slim. That's just a way for parents to take away candy from their kids. Oh, pretty God, much, yeah. and then they're gonna fucking eat it. Like it's we don't not, want you to get obese. Well, you live in America, so good luck. Just like Santa. Well, Sorry for any kids listening. All right, guys. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. Check us out on iTunes. Westgatlin sucks. Oh, you got it. (laughs)